Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day today. It is Thursday, July the 21st, 2022. And we are on our journey through the book of Proverbs, rounding the final few chapters here. Uh, Yeah, we're on chapter 28 today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just a few more chapter, only 30, 31 chapters in Proverbs. And so, yeah, we're just down to the last um, three or four here. Thank you for being on today, wherever you are, whether you're on vacation, whether you're at home, going to work, out for a jog at the gym, sitting at the kitchen table, having your coffee on the porch, out by the pool, wherever. Thanks for being a part. Yeah. So as I mentioned yesterday, we're going to wrap up Proverbs. Then we're going to take a little break. Um, going to going to cycle off for a little while, probably through the rest of August. And uh, just think of, as I think about and plan for the fall launch uh, and come back on in, in video format, probably back on Facebook. Um, and so you know, this week and a couple of, couple of uh, episodes next week, and then we'll take a break. Hey, but in that time, hey, feel free to go back and listen to some some of your favorites. Um, maybe I'll uh, I'll push out the spend a week pushing out the most popular podcasts, and then. Uh, but it's good good time to check uh, catch up. Maybe listen to some other stuff, and then uh, we'll jump back in. I'll send some. I'll correspond through email. If you if you aren't on the email list, um, let me know. Just uh, reach out to me at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com and just say, hey, T. Rowe, I want to be on the email list. I want to stay up to date on what's going on. So, yeah, just drop me a quick line at Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. And that way, when we move closer to the fall and start re, re, uh, relaunching, uh, you'll be getting all that communication behind the scenes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it, y'all. Proverbs 28. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today through this amazing collection of wisdom um, in the Word of God. Chapter 28, beginning at verse 1. Here we go. The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Hmm. The wicked, they 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 nervous. They're paranoid, right? Well, yeah, because if you're wicked, you've been lying, you've been cheating, you've been shading the truth, you've been doing things not the right way. What's going to happen? You're going you're going to be nervous, even nobody, even even though no one's chasing you, you're going to be nervous because you're you know just because you there's guilt, and embarrassment, regret. But the righteous, you're living with a clean heart, clean mind, living the right way. Bold as a lion. They come on. 
I know I'm not perfect, but I'm doing a lot of things the right way. I'm trying. So come on, bring it. That's a good place to be. Don't you want to be there? Like, yeah, you know, I'm not perfect. I make a lot of mistakes, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm ordering my steps according to the, the word of God. And so bring it. Bring it home. But the wicked, they feel like somebody's always chasing them. And they ain't. Nobody chasing you, bro. Settle down. Nobody chasing you. But you feel like it. Why? It's your own guilty conscience chasing you. Or it could be the Spirit of God chasing you. Mm-hmm. Convicting the convicting uh, of sin. Verse 2. When a country is rebellious, it has many rulers. But a ruler with discernment and knowledge maintains order Hmm. yeah the new living translation says it this way when there's moral rot within a nation it its government topples easily easily but wise and knowledgeable leaders bring stability Hmm. man i hate to say it there's a lot of moral rot in our country yeah it's 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 everywhere man uh, just a lot of moral rot. There's some good people. Don't hear don't hear what I'm not saying. There's a lot of good people. A lot of a lot of good that is happening in different places. But at the core of, of uh, uh, in our country, there's a lot of moral rot. No acknowledgement of God. No uh, regard for His Word. Um, progress is uh, exalted as God. Uh, the world's definition of progress, which uh, is defined basically as a move further and further away from God. <laughs> Let's make progress. Let's move further away from God. Let's move further away from his word. Let's move further away from what he teaches. Um, it's unfortunate. The only thing that's going to save our country, I really believe, is, is, a, is, a, is, a, uh, is repentance. I mean, if you read the stories throughout the Old Testament, that's the only thing that saved nations was repentance and the bad news is not many of not many countries actually did very very few it's the, the history of the old testament is generally a story of a of a rebellious nation <laughs> that refused to repent after uh, repeated warnings and uh, you know that's that's pretty much typical of of the human spirit right um so when a country is rebellious when it has moral rot, the government topples easy, easily. I mean, so how many how many uh, historical figures have said that? You know that the the strength of a nation really comes from within inside, comes within the people. You can have the strongest military, you can have a, a, a strong economy, all those things. But if there's a, there's not moral a moral people, it's going to fall, it's going to collapse. Um, so, verse three. That's true of anything, man. That's true of a church. That's true of a business. That's true of any kind of community, uh, uh, collective entity. There's moral rot. It's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. It's gonna implode. Verse three or verse four. Those who forsake instruction praise the wicked, but those who heed it resist them.
Those who forsake instruction praise the wicked. So those who are forsake the law. When we forsake the law, we're basically praising wickedness, praising uh, injustice when we reject the law. Those who forsake instruction praise the wicked, but those who, re- who heed it and resist them. When we obey the law, we, uh, we're fighting the wicked. You know what? We're, we're on the side of righteousness and justice when we obey the law. We're saying, yeah, this is the right thing to do. And so the, because it's the right thing to do, I'm going to obey it. And when I do that, I'll stand on the, the side of what is right and what is good. Verse 5, evildoers do not understand what is right. But those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Hmm. Yeah, evildoers don't understand justice. You know, we talk a lot about justice these days, but you, know, you really have to understand the purposes and plans and the heart of God to tr- have a true understanding of justice, that human beings are created in the image of God, that life is sacred, that... Uh, that we are endowed with our Creator with some certain inalienable rights. That's not from the Bible, but it but it came from the Bible. The idea, the concepts, right? Yeah, where do we get those? Where do we get those notions from? From the Word of God. But people who do not understand uh, the truth of God won't really understand what justice is. They'll just chase after whatever uh, sounds good to the culture, whatever is uh, popular among uh, the herd, whatever is popular among uh, their favorite uh, talk show or blogger or um, social media uh, influencer. But we don't go there, man. No, we, we, we go for the Word of God. What does the Word of God say? What does the Word of God describe as justice and fairness and, and what is right and good? Yeah. Verse 6, better the poor whose walk is blameless than the rich whose ways are perverse. That's just saying, look, riches and the, the only score, the, there's more than one scorecard. Riches, wealth, and poverty are, is not the only scorecard. Your financial well-being is not the only scorecard. There's also a scorecard of um, being uh, blameless or perverse. And when it comes to uh, which is the more important uh, measure to be scored, it's a it's a matter of whether you're blameless or perverse or your righteousness, right? There's a there's a wealth scorecard. There's also a righteous scorecard, and the righteousness scorecard is way more important. It's better to be poor and be righteous than to have wealth and be perverse. Yeah, our world we have to rem- our world doesn't really understand that. I mean. Um, financial uh, riches or is it right? I mean, if they're rich, but they're rich. Look how rich they are. I mean, it's the thing that gets everybody's attention. But the Bible reminds us that hey, that's not the only scorecard. And in fact, in the grand scheme of things, the wealth scorecard is relatively insignificant. The faithfulness scorecard matters. The godliness scorecard matters. Uh, the golden rule scorecard matters. Doing to others what you would have do, done to you treating others the right way, that, that scorecard matters. The justice scorecard matters. Uh, the richest scorecard, eh, not as important. Verse 7, a discerning son heeds instruction, 
but a companion of gluttons disgraces their father. Man, a discerning son, man, is one who needs instruction. But when your son becomes just a companion with a bunch of gluttons, that's a disgrace. I mean, they just indulge, but they don't. They don't do anything. They don't. They're uh, unproductive. They just consume. What does a glutton do? Just consumes. Could be a glutton of food. Could be a glutton of technology. Could be a glutton of games. Could be a glutton of entertainment. It's glutton. Yeah. A discerning son is heeds instruction, but a companion of gluttons disgraces his father. Verse verse eight. Whoever increases wealth by taking interest or profit from the poor amasses it for another who will be kind to the poor. Basically <laughs> uh, saying, you know, you keep, you keep cheating the poor, it's going to end up, uh, it's, it's going to be taken from you and given to the someone who's kind to the poor. Verse 8 says, in, in the in, in New Living Translation, says it this way, income from change, charging Income from charging high interest rates will end up in the pocket of someone who is kind to the poor. So you cheat the poor by charging high interest, it's going to end up in the pocket of someone who's going to be nice, kind to the poor. And high interest rates, boy, that's what we're living in that right now. They're climbing. I mean, I know historically they, they've been higher, but man, we're, we're, we're approaching it. We're approaching it. We're approaching back to the early 80s late 70s, high interest rate. We're getting there. I remember our first house that we bought in 1998. The interest rates was seven and a quarter. Seven and a quarter. And right now, guess what? The home, home mortgage rates are around in, in the fives, low fives right now. So, yeah, even in my lifetime, my adult lifetime, they've been higher. But hey, it's still, 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 uh, still feel it, especially when you go to the grocery store, go to the gas pump. Everything's high, man. Everything's high. Where we at? Verse nine. If anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. Hmm. What is that saying? That saying. God doesn't want you just to uh, uh, be a hearer of the word. He wants us to be doers as well. So if we're always praying, but we're not doing what the Lord tells us, that the words of the word of God says, God detests that. Someone who prays, but they don't do what God says. It's that uh, that balance of inward righteousness and outward righteousness, right? Like it's God wants us to be, you know inwardly devout and have a good prayer life and you know be considerate and intentions and all those things motivations and be kind but it in kind have a have a, have a kind heart towards people it, it it has to be fleshed out in actions right not just think it and feel it but do it Verse 10, whoever leads the upright along an evil path will fall into their own trap, but the blameless will receive a good inheritance. Yeah, so this speaks to those who lead the upright astray. Yeah, those who lead good people the wrong way, ooh, you're going to get yours, man. <laughs> yeah. 
We don't want to, yeah. The Lord sees whoever leads the upright along an evil path. They're going to, they're going to, God sees it. Verse 11, the rich are wise in their own eyes. One who is poor and discerning sees how deluded they are. Mm. So the rich are wise. They think they all that because they're rich. <laughs> you know, just because you're rich don't mean you're smart. You know, just because you're the most powerful person in the room don't mean you're the smartest person in the room. Just because you have the position and the title doesn't mean you're the smartest one. You know, it doesn't mean you're the one who knows the best way to do it. And the and the discerning person can see that. Like, yeah, that person is very uh, wealthy. They're not very smart. <laughs> Or at least not very smart in in every situation, right? No. That's like when you know every time there's a, a a social issue, we go and ask, you know, who gets interviewed? The athletes. Now I love athletes, and they have a right to every. They have their right to their opinion. They have a right to their own perspective. Just because they're a basketball player or a football player or or whatever doesn't mean that they can't have an opinion on other matters outside of their sport. Of course, they're human. They're entitled to have their opinion doesn't mean they're very intelligent about the issue, right? I mean, just because they have an opinion doesn't mean it's an intelligent position. And just because it's, you know, they have a position doesn't, and they're rich doesn't mean their, their opinion weighs any, carries any more weight than anyone else's. Sometimes, yeah, you can be very wealthy and have a very uninformed position. And now with social media and, you know, 24-hour internet kind of deal, you People's ideas get out there in an instant. It's like, ooh, you don't really know what you're talking about, do you? <laughs> wise and discerning people can see that. The rich are wise in their own eyes. One who is poor and discerning sees how deluded they are. Right. That's a good reminder for us, man. Don't be don't let don't be uh, fooled by someone's popularity or wealth or power or even if that because they're quote social media influencer they're on the social media all the time every time you every time you scroll through they're there just because they're an ever present on social media doesn't mean they're particularly wise and so being a discerning child of god we we got to discern that it's like oh yeah this dude's here on, on here all the time he don't know what he's talking about <laughs> yeah verse 12 when the righteous triumph there is great elation but when the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding. That's a fact, right? When godly people succeed, every, everyone, everyone wins. When the wicked take charge, everybody suffers. Verse 13, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Yeah, concealing sin uh, leads to despair. But confession, turning them over, turning turning from sin, is where we find mercy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, freedom for many of us is just a one confession away. It's confession, repentance. And the Lord promises that if we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Man, aren't you glad about that? Yeah. You, that's a good promise today. You may feel guilty, guilt and shame. Confess and repent and be cleansed. Praise God. Verse 14. Blessed is the one who always trembles before God, but whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. Man, keep your heart soft before God. 
and took a man. People soft-heart before the Lord. I mean, and, and you know what? Sometimes we have to check that because our hearts can get hardened without us even knowing it over time, bit by bit. I know I've found seasons where, man, my heart's become hardened. Got to get back into the presence of God. Get back to, you know, what, what do you do when you find your heart's getting hardened towards the Lord? You know, one of the things that, that I find helpful is to go back to, uh, just like in a relationship, right? Go back to what, what, what when you first fell in love. Go back to when God saved you. Go back to where your life was before. Go back to how you, how God changed you and redeemed you. Go back to that feeling of love and embrace and grace that you experienced. Think about where your life would be right now had God not been in your life. Think of all the good things that have been brought into your life, the people, the experiences, the, uh, the blessings that have come into your life as a direct result of your relationship with God. And remember that God loves you, that he's for you. That's how you keep your heart soft before the Lord. Blessed is the one who always trembles before God, who fears the Lord, basically is what he's saying, right? Who keeps that heart tender before the Lord. But whoever hardens their heart, man, falls into trouble. Yeah. Verse 15. Like a roaring lion, lion or a charging bear, is a wicked ruler over a help over a helpless people. Mm. A wicked ruler just stomps on people. Verse sixteen: a, tyr- a tyrannical l- ruler practices ex- ex- extortion, but one who hates ill-gotten gain will enjoy a long reign. Mm. Given positions of power uh, and authority and uh, stewardship, uh, love justice. Love honesty. Verse 17. Anyone tormented by the guilt of murder will seek refuge in the grave. Let no one hold them back. Wow. Basically saying, you know, you, if you, a murderer, their tormented conscience will eventually drive them into the grave. The guilt. And basically, <laughs> the proverb saying, let it take him, let it take them there. Verse 18, the one whose walk is blameless is kept safe, but the one whose ways are perverse will fall into a pit. Mm. God's going to rescue the blameless. He's going to look out for you. But those whose ways are crooked, those whose ways are perverse, uh, you're going to end up falling in a trap. Verse 19, those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. Ooh, hard work, man. Those who work their land have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will fear, will fill, will have their fill of poverty. Some people chase fantasies. You know what? A lot of good things happen in life and, and, and prosperity happens on the other side of, not a fantasy, on the other side of hard work. Opportunity looks a lot like hard work. <laughs> Some people think, I, I just never got any breaks in life. Well, um, a lot of times breaks in life look like hard work. Sometimes you just got to put your head down, do the work. Work hard as unto the Lord over a pro- prolonged period of time. And you look up one day and you're like, wow, look at the blessings that are around my life. 
Other people, they just kind of they just kind of idle, half-hearted work, looking for this fantasy that will, you know, fill their lives and um, and release them from from poverty. But no, it works the other way. Those who work their land, do the work, have abundant food. Those who chase fantasies mm, will fill will have their fill of poverty. Verse twenty, a faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. <laughs> Don't chase after get-rich schemes, man. One who's eager to get rich, nah, just e- e- be eager to be faithful. That's a great reminder. And, and strive uh, to be faithful. I love it. Verse 21, to show partiality is not good. It ain't good. Don't show partiality. Don't show favoritism. Yeah, favoritism. What did I even say right there? Favoritism. Favoritism. Don't don't do that. A faithful per, uh, to show partiality is not good. Yet a person will do wrong for a piece of bread. Yeah, greedy people who try to get rich, they don't realize they're headed for poverty. Verse twenty three. Verse 21, I'm sorry, 21. Showing partiality is never good. And yet you see people who will do wrong, uh, the proverb says, for a mere piece of bread. Yeah, don't sell out. Don't sell out to be impartial. No, be fair. Verse 22, the stingy are eager to get rich and are unaware that poverty awaits them. Mm-hmm. Greedy people try to get rich quick. That's the quickest way to poverty. Verse 23, whoever rebukes a person will in the end gain favor rather than one who has a flattering tongue. Ooh. Sometimes you can just flatter people to death, man. Here he's saying, look, you got also got to be willing to rebuke and, and give good, help, helpful criticism. In the end, you know, the right people will appreciate honest criticism. They will appreciate honest criticism more than they will appreciate flattery. Because they know that honest criticism will help them get better. Yeah. Verse 24. Whoever robs their father or mother and says it's not wrong is partner to one who destroys. Hmm. Like you wrong, man. You steal from your aging parents. Verse 25. The greedy stir up conflict, but those who trust in the Lord will prosper. It's true, man. How much fighting is caused by greed, greed and 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 stinginess and uh, envy and covetousness. Greed causes fighting. Verse 26. Those who trust in themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. We can't trust in ourselves. We trust in the Lord. <laughs> Our trust is in God. We don't trust in chariots. We trust in the name of the Lord. Yeah. Verse 27. We've got two more. Those who give to the poor will lack, will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them receive many curses. Ooh, God cares about the poor man. He cares about the poor man, but he also cares about the poor man. <laughs> Those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them will receive curses. Verse 28, last one. Here we go. 
When the wicked rise to power, people go into hiding. But when the wicked perish, the righteous thrive. Mm. When the wicked take charge, people are like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. But when the wicked get what they get, get what they got coming, godly people flourish. Yes, sir. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being on today. Hope some of these proverbs spoke to your heart. Thank you for spending time in God's word today. Hey, now let's go out and apply this stuff, man. Let's not just hear it. Let's apply it. Let's live with wisdom. Let's not show partiality. Let's not be striving to be rich. Let's not be stingy. Let's be generous. Let's confess our sin. Yeah. Let's always keep our heart soft before the Lord. Yeah, let's not harden our hearts. All right, you guys know what we do. It's time to pray. Lord, thank you so much for your word. And God, I just pray for each and every one of my friends right now that our hearts would remain soft before you. Lord, that we would be moldable, that we'd be teachable, that we would be uh, sensitive to our own shortcomings so that we may grow more and more in you and in strength in the Lord. God, I pray for each and every person today, whatever they're facing, they need a special measure of grace from you today. Lord, I pray that you would grant it in abundance according to your amazing riches in Christ. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this wisdom. Help us to live as wise, godly people today. Help us to be the aroma of Christ everywhere we go. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Again, if you want to be on the mailing list, be sure to uh, just sh send me a short line. Hey, put me on the email list, and you can reach out to me at BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com. Always love to hear from you. Thanks for sharing this. Thanks for feedback. Thanks for liking it, commenting, uh, all those things on Apple, on iTunes, on uh, Spotify, on Facebook, wherever you find this a podcast, sharing it, liking it, commenting. That really does help get the word out about the podcast. So thank you. All right, you guys. Love you guys. I mean it. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next time. Broke my ass Punching through the wall in the parsonage the Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast We hope you enjoyed today's show If this episode has been an encouragement to you Please help us by spreading the word about the podcast You can do that by giving us a thumbs up subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.